morning, City Base family and friends. Thank you for allowing me into your homes once again. We're in an incredible season right now. We may not have gone this way before, but we do know what we have been called to, and we know where we are going, and that we can be sure of. This is not the time to throw your hands up in the air and say, we don't know what to do. We know what we're supposed to do. What we are to do remains the same. The mandate has not changed due to the coronavirus. But how we do it, and the way we do it, is changing, and most probably will continue to change, because change is inevitable. Don't lose your way. Stick to the plan of God. Don't doubt what He has called you to, or question who you are in Christ. There are lessons for us in the season that we need to learn, so that we can come out stronger, more in love, more on fire for Jesus than when we started the season. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He is our inheritance, our motivation, and He is our message. He's the very reason why we do what we do. Focus on Him. Keep the King and the Kingdom before you. The coronavirus is not what our focus should be on. If the coronavirus is all that you are thinking about, all that you are talking about, then I want to say to you, stop it. As real as it is, and as deadly as it is, our focus needs to, needs to shift back to Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face, and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, coronavirus starts to fade in the light of who Jesus is. All hope, all strength, your health, your provision, your stability and sustainability is found in Jesus. This is a season where I believe that God is wanting to get us ready for what lies ahead. I don't know about you, but I want to be ready for what God is doing upon the earth. I don't want to doubt or miss out on His great plan. What, we've been, what have you been giving yourself to, not just during lockdown, but even before it started? What have you been giving yourself to? We need to take stock of our lives. If the situation we are in never changed, and we were never allowed to reopen the doors of our church buildings again, what would remain? What will remain of what you have done? And what will be left behind of the few, of future, for future generations? That will determine what you have given yourself to. Take stock of your life. It's important to do this, so, then, so that when you get back to some kind of normality, you will be pursuing the things that really matter. For all of us, we need to be pursuing the King's business, His agenda, and not our own businesses and agendas. In Matthew 6 verse 33 it says just, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So let's seek God's kingdom first, before we try and build our kingdoms. Adjust what needs adjusting. Do it now, so that you can come out stronger, having had a greater revelation of Jesus. This will cause you to be more in love with Jesus and more obedient to Him than when you went into lockdown. 
in 2 Timothy 2 verse 1. The heading of this is a good soldier of Christ Jesus. It says this in 2 Timothy 2, reading from verse 1. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. What will remain of our lives, and what will remain of our church long after we have gone. How do we measure what we are doing? And Paul writes some helpful things to Timothy. And the first one there is to be fruitful. To be fruitful for Christ, you must entrust truth to reliable people who will in turn teach it to other reliable people. You and I have to keep on investing in people's lives so that the good news of Jesus can carry on spreading across this world. Invest in people, give your life for them, train and equip them. We are not just followers of Christ, we are soldiers in the army of Christ. Soldiers stand and fight united for a common goal. Our common goal as soldiers of Christ Jesus is to go and make disciples of all nations and to see the good news of the kingdom going to the ends of the earth. If you are a newborn Christian, take what you have learnt from reliable men and women of God and teach it to others. It will help you to grow in leaps and bounds in your faith and knowledge of the Word of God. Don't think that you will do it one day when you know a lot more. Take what you know now and share it and see how God will use what you share to advance His Kingdom. For all of us, let us not wait for lockdown to end before we tell others about Jesus. We have the ability to still be used by God to advance his kingdom even in lockdown. Ask him to give you plans of how to reach the unsaved. Ask him for some creative ideas. Example, speaking to your neighbour over the wall. Handing out a gospel message with a food parcel. Speaking to your friends on social media. There are many ways that this gospel can still go out. God's word is not chained, even in this lockdown. God's word is still just as powerful now as it has ever been. Lockdown has not been able to keep God's word from spreading. And there have been so many testimonies that I've heard of what God has been doing during this lockdown. Has been using people to advance his kingdom. How he has healed people, set people free, delivered them. He is not on lockdown and he is not taking a sabbatical. His kingdom is on a solid foundation and will not be moved or shaken. It stands and as subjects of his kingdom, we should stand strong. It is vital for us to stand strong. The world needs to see us standing strong. And all of this depends on our revelation of who Jesus is. Secondly, 
a revelation. You then, my child, this is 2 Timothy 2, verse 1 and 2. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you've heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Our revelation of Jesus is of utmost importance when it comes to teaching others. What we believe and teach, what we are convicted of, our revelation determines everything about who we are, as well as our ministries and what will remain. We need a continual revelation of who Jesus is, not just a once-in-a-while revelation, but continual, ongoing revelation. This revelation of Jesus will determine how we live, how we lead, and what we emphasize. Continue to preach the words in season and out of season. It is his word that will remain. How many of us haven't asked God for a greater revelation of who he is? I know I have. Revelation is God's invitation for you and me to change our lives. For God's truth to be your truth, something has to change in your life. So that the revelation can become a reality, a lifestyle. Things have to be confronted in your life, an adjustment made, for there to be a greater revelation. Revelation can't just stop at head knowledge. There has to be a change that takes place, and that change is outworked in and through our lives. It is just like faith. Without works, it is dead. Revelation that does not change you is dead. When you have a revelation of who Jesus is, you end up being transformed. Transformation is the outworking of the revelation, and then there is a manifestation. To get from revelation to transformation, confirmation is to happen. After you have heard a great truth or a teaching, are you willing to make the changes necessary for there to be transformation? It's not good enough to know all about Jesus and to teach others from head knowledge. You need to have a revelation of Jesus for yourself, just like Peter did. And we can read that in Matthew 16, reading from verse 15. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood does not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Having a revelation of Jesus Christ changed Peter's life, and it will change your life. He became a great benefit to the kingdom. Are you willing to confront, allow God's truth to become your truth? Are you taking what is revealed to you and living it out? Paul, in his letter to the Ephesian church in Ephesians 1, verse 16 to 22, reads like this. I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. 
I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church. Paul says, I keep asking for the revelation of wisdom and truth. I keep on. It's an ongoing, unfolding revelation of Jesus. We need to know him better. It's time to get a revelation of Christ, a revelation of hope, our calling. What has Christ called you to? If you don't know, now's a good time to go before the Lord and ask him to reveal to you what your calling is. Don't wait till after lockdown. Do it now. You need a revelation of confidence in his power. The power that raised Jesus from the dead. A revelation that Jesus is in control. As the head, he is in control of his church. He is not caught off God. A.W. Tozer said that Satan's greatest weapon is man's ignorance to God's word. Let's not be ignorant of God's word. His word has the power to reveal Jesus to us. Not our word, his word. You and I need our own revelation of Jesus and then help others in their revelation of Jesus. Not our thoughts, what we think, but what the Bible says. The word of God will remain. All we teach and preach, the way we live our lives, comes out of our revelation of Christ Jesus. As your revelation of Jesus grows, you start to realize that it is his divine power that gives you everything you need for life and godliness through your knowledge of him who called you by his own glory and goodness. Your nature starts to change and you are no longer easily corrupted by the devil's desires, by evil desires. As this revelation continues to grow, you start adding to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness love. As these qualities increase in measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask God to come and reveal himself to you. Peter's life drastically changed once he'd had a revelation of who Jesus was. And our lives will also drastically change once we have a revelation of who Jesus is. You may feel that you've wasted this lockdown period. I want to say to you, it's not over yet. You still have some time left. Turn it around and get back on fire for Jesus. Have a revelation of Jesus. Let him come and reveal himself to you. How do you do that? By spending time with him. By spending time in prayer, reading the word of God, meditating on the things of Jesus. 
meditating on the Word of God, taking it, letting it become life to you. And the more time you spend in His Word, in His presence, the more He will reveal Himself to you, the better you will get to know Him. And then you will be able to take that revelation and teach it to others around you. Can we pray? Father, we thank you for this revelation of Jesus that you are wanting each and every one of us to have. We see how that revelation changed Peter's life. And Father, we pray that for each and every one of us, we will have that same kind of revelation so that our lives will be changed, that we will become useful for your kingdom. Father, I pray for these wonderful people that are listening this morning. I pray that you touch them, that they will walk in the blessings of God, and that, Father, you will provide for their every need that they have. Lord, I know some people are battling, people are going through difficult times right now, but I pray that as they start to see who Jesus is, that, Father, they will be able to take those problems, those things that they are worried about, lay them at the feet of Jesus, leave them there, and then go and praise and worship you for who you are. Lord, as things are starting to slacken off a bit for us in the country where it comes to lockdown, I pray, Father, that you keep us safe. And Father, I pray for, for City Based Church and for our friend, friends and family that, Father, they will be safe, that they will not catch this coronavirus. And that, Father, soon we will be able to meet together, together again and have wonderful times of praise and worship together as the family of God, just exalting and praising you. We thank you that these times are drawing close again. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share your word. I thank you for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Have an incredible week. And remember, Jesus loves you and he is there for you. Amen.